Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sex Talk. And I was thinking, Kelsey, actually, I was talking to a very, very, very good friend of mine, possibly my best friend. And she was first up saying how wonderful we were and how she just listened to a podcast and loved us. And she's a bit jealous of you and I, of course. Obviously. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but I can read between the lines that she is. Obviously. Anyway, she was just saying that. Um, she said she thinks it's funny because, um, you know, when you always do, a, I always say do a Kelsey and put music on during sex because that's what you like. And she was saying that she cannot orgasm unless it's really quiet. What? And she's got to really focus to orgasm. She's got to really, really focus. And it's so interesting. That and as she said, it's funny how people need different things, isn't it? Like yes. sex is so we have to generalize to do the show, obviously, but it's such a individual thing. Like what's does it for one? What one person's ick is another person's turn on, isn't it? I mean, it really is true. Yeah, and I think I've this this podcast has taught me that too, because everything for most of your life, especially your 30s and 40s, you think everything that you do is like right. Yeah, the and, you, norm, and yeah. you've got it figured out, you know, especially if you've like done your work or whatever. And what this podcast has shown me is like some people like things that I just can't even imagine. And it's mm. okay. I think for so long, I had this very narrow idea about sex and life and how things are supposed to go. And as I get older, you just go, oh, all those, mm-hmm. all those thoughts blow up. So some people need dead silence to have an orgasm. God bless you. I can't, I can't <laughs> stand that noise. Like that's the sex. That's the sex. Yeah, or the what? what intercourse sex? I don't know which one that noise was just a noise <laughs> that, you know, that some type of noise. That's, oh, no, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like continuous. I need to hear like a country song and he'd be like last night I saw the liquor talk and I, and I'll be like yeah I have to oh like oh my god I have to leave the room I cannot have an orgasm in the room so I think for me oh leave the room I thought you had to no leave the room in my head I right, have to be okay. like eyes closed like sometimes I remember there was one guy that was like let's look at each other when we have an orgasm oh I was god. like not a chance buddy Mm, it's very very erotic if you do do that but you've got to be in the zone because I mean that's an eyes open orgasm which so it's, it's a thing Kelsey it's a, I thing. Know. it's a thing but you've got to not have a I think if Miles and I did it I would just wet myself laughing really <laughs> it's just really intense and you're kind of mm, like what are we doing intense. here but I don't know <laughs> anyway all right let's get started we've got some good questions today 
And I am continuing to have an open mind about all things sex. Good. But I do have some opinions about these questions. All right. <laughs> Especially this one. Yeah, yeah. This one's a hard one for me. Everyone, I think. Yeah. My son is 25 and I'm 44. I split from his father soon after he was born and we are very close. He still lives at home and often has friends around, all of which I know well. Here's the part I need advice on. One of his friends has a crush on me and it's flattering. I've seen him watching me and he flirts a lot, but he told me recently that he can't stop thinking about me and would I consider a relationship with him? He didn't make it clear if it was just sex or whether he saw a future. I haven't had sex or a date in such a long time and I'm very tempted to say yes. But what would my son say and think? Is this the stupidest idea ever? I feel like I deserve some fun after raising my son solo. Right, okay. So you're 46, your son's... Almost 19. Almost 19. So fast forward another six years, Mm -hmm. you're single, Mm -hmm. one of his friends, hot, hot, hits on you. What are you going to do? First of all, I'm going to be really proud of myself that he likes me. Mm. And then I'm also going to remember that guys at that age like everybody, and it's not really that specific. (laughs) So I try to keep my ego out of it because those guys will screw anyone. 25. They're not 25. 25. 25. He's 25. That's the prime. That's the prime of a guy. You have like a credit card. You probably have a car. You live on your own. And all you're looking for every (laughs) night is someone. And I think a lot of those guys have a fantasy about some older woman because of all the movies or the songs that have been written about it. I do think it's the stupidest idea you've ever heard because I think it's just too weird. And it's just, we don't, we don't sleep with our son's kids, friends. I just don't think, I don't think you do that. You don't, what did they say? You don't shit where you eat? Mm. Something like that. Something like that. I know that wasn't very classy, but that's the (laughs) truth. I just think that, yes, if he was a 25-year-old that wasn't your friend, I would say knock yourself out, have the time of your life. Mm. I would feel icky if if my if my son, I just I would I wouldn't do that to my son. I do think that it's great that you deserve to have some fun. I just would have fun with someone 25 that is not a guy that grew up with your kid. Mm, yeah, I sort of echo all of this. And do you know what? These these emails, I was just thinking before, I probably in the whole time we've been doing this podcast, we've got at least four of these kind of emails with the mother, with the son's friends being hit on. And one of them had a relationship for nine months. And I do wonder what happened at the end of that, actually. I I totally agree with you. I think 100% it's the worst idea she's ever had. But I also agree that 100% she deserves to have some fun. I agree with Kelsey. It's terribly flattering, but, you know, take it as a compliment, but don't put any any sort of um, hope into it. And even if your son's the coolest man on the planet, there are, I mean, it's extremely uncomfortable. You, your friends are supposed to like your mum, you know, and some of them might even want to shag your mum. And sometimes, I mean, my friend that I was talking about before, she's very good looking. And I remember her, she's got three boys and a lot of them were like, your mum's so hot. And, and they'd go, yeah, she is, isn't she? But if, you know, she suddenly came and said, well, actually funny, you should say that because I'm sleeping with three of them. I'm sure that he wouldn't be so happy about that because, you're, I mean, what this does is it forces them to see you as a sexual being. And kids don't even like the thought of their parents having sex, let alone their mum having sex with one of their friends. It's just incredibly awkward and uncomfortable. And it's kind of creepy. It's yeah. creepy for the kid, isn't it? Because, you know, your mum's meant to be a parent of yours. And if suddenly she's not parenting but having sex with somebody your own age, it just it just is a very odd dynamic. And Age difference relationships, some people really struggle with them. And it's and it's hard to struggle with, even if you ended up with a 25-year-old who wasn't your son's friend. But to put the two together, I think, is really unfair. 
on your son and there's going to be fallout like his friends are going to find out what will his friends say will he lose friends because he has to stick up for you he'll definitely lose this friend because he's not going to be hanging around I also think about how your son would feel when he knew one of his friends was naked with you like it's very intimate for your mother to be seen in that way and that he would be able to talk about his mom in that way or had an experience with her that is just it's not what you want as a kid. You don't want your buddy to be like, man, she was crushing it in bed. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> you know? And I also think if it was reversed and this was like a 25-year-old girl and a 44-year-old dad, I think the daughter would be like, you're not sleeping with my friend. Oh my God, she'd be repulsed. It would be repulsed. So we have to kind of switch the genders too and see that for some reason, it seems like it's okay if we do this with the son, but if it was reversed, mm. the dad doing it with the daughter, it would be uh, the daughter's friend. It would be awful. So I think that a lot of times in life, we all think we deserve a lot of things, which is a great, you know, I think you mm. can get caught up in that mindset. Well, like, well, what do I ha get? You can have sex mm. with a 25-year-old. You just have to go find him and he can't know your kid. Yeah. And I also think it's just not worth the risk because if it's just sex, it's not worth the risk damaging the relationship with your son. And the chances of this actually going and lasting in a relationship is so slim. It's incredible. It's almost like negligible. But I do think in terms of the positives, you know, I think the good thing she can take from this is that after a period of no sex and no romantic love, she's finally had the wake-up call, yes. like, I'm a person. I can actually not be a mother. The kid's 25. He's not a kid anymore. Her job is done, well, pretty much done. So she needs to prioritise herself, say to her friends, right, I'm ready to get out there, get on a dating app, you know, go out with your friends and go out and find people to have sex with and have a relationship with. So maybe this is what it's happened for, is to give you a bit of a kick up the bum to get out there and, and yeah. look after you. I mean, he's 25. Yeah. Have fun. You're, you're turned on finally. You're, you, and mm. I also think that guys like that, and I can already tell you who this guy is. Cause we all know this. We all know this friend. We know this guy. He's flirty mm -hmm. with the moms. He's always like, hello, Mrs. Chittick, you know, and you're like, I see you. And it is, it is flattering. But the truth is this guy is doing that to about 15 other women because he's the man and he mm. loves a conquest. So take it personally and be grateful, but also know that you're not the only one that he is trying to uh, close the deal on. He's a deal closer. Yes, exactly. Good. Okay, moving on. So we sorted that one out. All right, next question. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Is there ever a time when you would suggest a couple take a break from sex? I feel like we've gotten into some bad habits and I need to hit the reset button. 
Yes, I think that actually I'm asked this question in various ways so many times. And I, what I don't agree with is just saying, you know what, let's just not have sex for a month. Okay, we'll just check in after a month. That is not going to work because all that does is get you out of the habit of having sex. So you'll just end up in a sexist relationship. But if you do it for a reason, and that reason might be that you're very anxious about sex and you've never really understood what it's all about, or that you want to reset some habits and you want to, you know, just break yourselves out of a rut, you, you realize that, you know, usually it's things like one person's always initiating or you're not, you're getting lazy, you're not doing it enough. I think it's very, 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 very good idea. Now, there's two ways really that you can do this. One is a really deep dive into all the emotional, you know, like psychological basis of why you are the way you are, etc. And then there's another more practical way. So the first one, I would highly recommend a book by a guy called Ian Kerner, which I've spoken about before. He wrote She Comes First. Mm. And he's written a book called The Sex Detox. It's quite an old book. It's a 30-day plan, but it's still available. And I would highly recommend it for people who want to do that deep psychological sort of dive into it. And so what he does is he bans sex for a month to boost libido and get desire back. And then you go through all these exercises, which look at your past, your childhood upbringings, your motivations for sex, your sex style. You can do this single, by the way. You don't have to do it in a couple. So you work out your motivations and then you work out, you know, do you have any patterns that you're instinctively doing that are not helping you and then you reintroduce sex if you do have a partner and you do a lot of sensate focus touching which is touching without intent and just for pleasure so I if you really want to go down that path it takes a while but it's really fascinating and uh, yeah so get that book there are, there would be other books out there but his is the best Dean Kerner The Sex Detox my plan surprisingly is more practical I always go on the more practical and it's less structured and it's worked really well. And it's more for breaking out of the rut, focusing back on foreplay, stopping intercourse being the main thing, relearning old skills. And the basis behind all of these things, or particularly mine, is that when we have sex, it's like we have a smorgasbord every single time. We do the kissing, we do the, well, this is if you have good sex. You do the kissing, you do the breast play, you do the, you know, hand job, you do a little bit of oral, you do intercourse, you might have some sex toys. We do everything in the one thing. This teaches you to take it, take a little bit at a time. You don't have to have the whole lot so you can do it properly. So, Ban all sex for a month to get the desire back, particularly good for people who never have the chance to get the desire back, whose partner always wants it more. Then no intercourse for a month, nothing. You can do everything else. You can use your fingers, mouths, tongues, you know, bottom play, sex toys, whatever you want, but no intercourse. Immediately that ban lifts, no oral sex. Then you have another month with no oral sex. Then you might have another month with no hands or no sex toys. And the trick to it, whatever you focus naturally more on in your session, that's the thing you want to keep banning over and over to force yourself to get out of that rut and do new things. So second one's a lot easier, but the first one depends on whether you feel like you have deep problems or just want to give it a bit of a refresh. I mean, I think they're smart that they even want to take a break or try mm -hmm. to figure it out. I wonder what the bad habits are. I, I don't know if it's like too quick, it's boring, if it's what, but I mean, I feel like, I, I feel like sometimes when you're married and you take a break, it is hard to get back to it. Yeah. 
It is. So That's it's why like, you've got to do it with purpose. You can't yeah. just go, do you know what? Let's just give sex a miss for a bit. You'll never do it again. Because something something happens in a marriage after you wait too long, like it's past the point. Now you're like mm. awkward, awkward around each mm. other. And you're like, I don't know yeah. if I can get naked with you. And all of a sudden <laughs> they like go to touch you and you're like, That's weird. Like, why would you be touching my privates? I know. And you become like it's just a different experience. So no, that's good. I, I do like that. Like having pulling something out of it. So you have to think and be mm. a little more present as opposed to just kind of not even thinking and doing what you've always done. You can do it per session as well. You could maybe yeah. switch it up each session to go, right, no intercourse this time and no oral sex next time. So it doesn't have to be as structured as a month. Yeah, no. See, Tracy Cox, she's good. She's good. She's got good advice about sex, people. I'm learning. Okay, last question. I split with my ex, his choice, not mine, three years ago. It was an extremely volatile relationship. I've had relationships since then, but no one has come close to matching the chemistry I had with him. Will I ever find it again? How do I get over pining for him and having this feeling again with someone else? I understand that. I think, and I'll ask you this, but like, I think the more volatile, the better sex. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, that that passion changes everything in bed because that not knowing where you stand or not knowing what this is or going somewhere really lights up that bedroom. But then it, it, it's so good. And then when it's over though, you're like, but this isn't it. Like, this isn't the person. This isn't going to work for long-term, but man, it is a drug like no mm. other to have Completely that type of sex. Completely you literally are on another planet. And I am so grateful I had that experience. I'm so grateful I've had those experiences since Nate died because I didn't before. I always was, I always felt loved and I always mm. felt like he had me and we were partners. And then when I got out into the world and I started having sex with people that it was volatile, we didn't know what we were, it was so good. But the emotional downside is mm. unfortunate. Terrible. Horrible. <laughs> Just yeah. horrible. Yeah. I think so. And that was my the, my first point was exactly yours. The first clue of why it was good with the ex is because it's volatile. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not great for the heart and your health, these roller coaster relationships, but it's very, very good for sex. And I think that's the first thing she needs to recognize is that the, the problem isn't the ex, it's the type of relationship that she had. So you could find another roller coaster relationship if you can be bothered and you're not going to get exhausted. If you're in your 20s, go ahead, have another one and then have the volatile, lovely sex. But probably better to do a bit of a wake up call and realize that that frantic, passionate sex isn't the hallmark of a steady, nice, loving, healthy relationship. So that would be my first thing. The other thing, and I'm sure you'll agree with me here, Kelsey, is I think that she's probably idealized the sex because. Yeah. Every relationship is so interesting what we do. Like, say you had an ex and it all ends horribly and it's just an awful mess and you just hate them. What we do, our brains go back and they just color every single memory. Even at the beginning when you really had a great time, you're like, no, it wasn't. It was awful. Your brain just doesn't let you see it. But if it was a great relationship and you didn't really want to end it like this one, everything gets like, it's almost like they put a fabulous Instagram filter <laughs> over the whole thing, you know, like it's just, oh my God, it was amazing. I bet if she went back and had sex with the ex, it wouldn't have been ama as amazing as she thought. And I wonder whether if she can't recreate it, whether if she was very, very physically attracted to him, whether her brain or subconscious is going, well, that really hurt. So maybe we'll go for people I'm not that into because then it's not going to hurt as much. And I think that there are lessons you can learn from volatile sex. And one of them was, I think, which you've already touched on, Kelsey, is that the sex is great because 
you know instinctively it's not going to last. So you're mindful. You're like, wow, I've got to really enjoy this because this guy might not be around next time. And wow, this might never last. You know, I might be not have sex again, which makes it infinitely more exciting. So be in the room. It also makes us more adventurous because if you're not auditioning to be the mother of his kids, you're not like thinking, well, I'm not going to do that anal play because who knows what he's going to think. 100%. (laughs) No one's touching anything if we're going to be having a lifetime commitment here. Yeah, no, it's so true. But you're like, we're only here for Tuesday. Let's rock. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is making us sound like we should all be having these roller coaster relationships. Yeah, but they're but the, also, the, the downside they're is the so pits. brutal. They are the pits. Brutal. And also, when you connect with somebody so strongly, I've got to stop saying and also, and also. I need another good connecting word, which I'm sure Kelsey will give me. And also, if you had a high sex connect, connection, the temptation, you, you, sometimes you just fall into bed with people and they just know instinctively what to do to them and you know instinctively what to do to them, to you. And so that doesn't always happen though. So next, in most relationships, that doesn't happen. You have to tell each other what you like and what you don't like. So don't forget to do that with your future partner. Yeah. So that would be the advice. The getting over, it's just hard and it takes time and it takes for women, I think it takes a lot of you calling your girlfriend being like, I'm going to text them. And they're like, don't you dare text them. <laughs> don't be <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Let us remind you. It's a lot yeah. of work because the the addiction to that feeling, that that feeling like you're on drugs when you're having that great sex makes you think you should go back. But you go back or you have that again. And there is that deep loneliness mm-hmm. that you're like, this is not fun. It's only fun in bed. And you don't really want that. So hang in there. Mm. I get it. Yeah, we both get it. I see you. I hear you. I honor you. What about friends with benefits? No. If she was that involved, she can't do friends it's with benefits. So hard. I mean, She's I know like- everyone thinks it's so easy to have sex. Mm. And I thought so too when I was married to a man that wanted to have sex every day. But, you know, at a certain age, you really want a connection and you want a classy person and you want someone that's kind and loving and you want someone great in bed. So it gets very mm. dicey because you're bored by boring sex, but they're probably the person that you want to spend your mm. time with. And it's hard to have sex without strings. Like one of my girlfriends is trying to do that. She said, how do you do it? I don't I don't think I'm capable of doing it. I can't help but feel like I have to get involved or something. Oh, I can do it if I've had two whiskeys. And then once I wake up from the whiskeys, I'm like, what am I doing, you hooker? Like, what in God, <laughs> who are you? And I'm trying I've never that. done that before, ever. You've never? You, you're so classy. <laughs> you little classy lady. I would never do something like that, Kelsey. I mean, I wish I had more of that in me, but I don't know a lot of people. I, I do think people that are having sex with a lot of people, my brother, my brother-in-law, those guys, they just want to connect. They want to be with a woman for three or four times and they want to move on. I will tell you their choices in women ugh, leaves me cold only because it looks like they do this for a living, you know, like this is, mm-hmm. and I guess for me, it's so opposite, but they seem to all be having a great time. It's just not in my makeup. So no, I don't know. Let's hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> Good luck at the next family get together. Listen, if you are, sorry, <laughs> you are what you are and you can call me nerdy and boring. I don't care. Let's call yeah. the truth. All right. Thanks guys. All right. Great talking to you, Tracy. I'll see you soon. You too. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 